Welcome to the Sharpen Leadership Podcast with Pastor Ricky Temple. This podcast is designed to sharpen your leadership skills and improve the quality of your life at home, at work, and in ministry. Enjoy today's podcast with Pastor Ricky Temple. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. Welcome to our podcast today. I want to talk today about loss because, you know, in our current culture, we're facing some really severe losses. I've never um, felt the shock that can happen when you lose someone that you love, especially someone that's well-known, and they suddenly die in a way that you never expected them to die, or you lose a loved one. Uh, So let me give you a leadership perspective on loss. Uh, First of all, I understand loss. I understand loss because I've lost myself. My mother passed several years ago. And it's amazing how you just never, ever, ever forget that. You you can be um, however old and you are shocked by it. What does the Bible say about loss and, and how should a leader respond to it? The first thing I want to say is, you know, leaders die. Leaders, leaders um, leave us. And I, I wish we could stay forever, but we can't. And so uh, I think as a leader, it's my responsibility to model uh, how to respond to loss, but it's also my responsibility to help you understand how to manage it so that when I'm gone, you can still survive. There's a a great principle in the Bible that I think kind of sets the stage for all of this, and it says in Matthew 5.14, you are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And during loss, you shine a lot. You know, there is a, a lot of things you say to people. You can tell them all you want to about what you believe about God and what you believe about the Bible and all that. But when you have loss, that's when it all matters. That's when your belief comes to light. And I must say that it, is, it can be very disarming. I mean, very, very disarming because on the front side, you're okay. You try to be okay. You know, you quote the Bible or whatever, and then, but on the inside, there is that sense of this is final. This is, they're not coming back, uh, and depending upon the death, you know, um, I've, I've seen great leaders die in plane crashes, car crashes. I've seen great leaders die in, in martyrdom. I've seen um, great leaders die of sickness and disease. I've seen them um, die a number of ways. And whenever it happens, I see this faith fight start. You know, people start saying, well, God said, you know, you're supposed to be protected, and the aims of the Lord are encamped about the righteous. And so why is it that, you know, we die? Well, you have to remember Hebrews 9.27, it's appointed to every man to die. That you do not in this life get to live forever. That is, in, that is, a, that is a fact. And I think uh, I've tried to, in my life, embrace that reality and work with the passion to live, but understanding the reality of death. And that can be a real delicate balance. And I think when you're in shock, especially after it first happens, you just can't think sometimes. You're, you're not rational. You're not willing to consider that this was their time. And then sometimes, and so I love this question people ask me, they'll say, well, can you die before your time? And absolutely, you can. I, I believe that. I, I think, for example, the Bible says in Exodus chapter 20, to children, if you if you are disrespectful to your parents, you don't honor your parents, you'll, you, you, you can end up having a shorter life, you know, obeying your parents is a, is a promise uh, that has a, a length of time tied to it, you know, long life, the Lord promises you. So I think 
you can shorten your life by making certain decisions to uh, smoke, for example, to um, be overly aggressive in some ways, uh, taking risks you don't have to take. There are things you can do to shorten your life, the things you can do to lengthen your life. But I, I, and I'm not against, the, by the way, all risk, because I think that people who go and protect us overseas and in the Army and whatnot are taking great risk. But there is a certain... And we appreciate that risk, by the way, and, and their kindness is service to us. But I think there are some things we can do uh, that that can make risk unnecessary. And so I, I believe as you talk through this whole idea of uh, how to view loss and uh, how to see loss, I think you can find a place of balance where you can see, okay, within the bounds of my control, I will do all I can and try not to speed up my the end of my life. And and I think you by doing that you are a light to the world. You show the world that you understand that death is an appointment. You're not going to speed it up, but if it does come, you you know how to balance it. You know how to see it. And you you don't become as I love uh, the words of uh, of a young man whose father died uh, recently. He said, "Miss um, uh, Miles Monroe's junior son, uh, who responded to his father's death and is tragic for all of us." He said, "We are not hopeless." I just I just love that. He said that a couple of three times in his in his public response to his father's death. We are not hopeless people, and that to me is a bright light. That's a bright light for all of us. And it says, this is a family set up on a hill that cannot be hidden. And this is what I want my life to say. I want my life to say, hey, you know, I am never hopeless. And I want those I leave behind to never be hopeless. And I think it, it, it shines a bright light in our lives. Here's something to this interesting. And I think this is really important to, to bring up. You don't realize sometimes how broad loss is. Uh, did you know that every day 150,000 people die? 150,000 people, they're about to die every day. By the time you finish listening to me today, 6,250 more people will have died. Just in these few minutes we've been together. And within an hour. I mean, it's amazing how many people die and how often they die. Uh, of course, 350,000 people are born every day. So more people are born than die every day. The world population keeps growing. But the reality is a lot of people face a lot of death and a lot of loss. And your job as a leader is to help them put that in perspective. And, and, and I think one of the greatest challenges of my life is to help people understand we're all marching to the end. And so that's why eternity is so important. That's why the message we preach as leaders is so important. Our job is to get people to see you are an important person and you are shining a light to people who are eternal beings. They're not made to live here forever. The, the real challenge, and I see this with pastors, and I see this with leaders all the time, they get so caught up sometimes in the present, they don't think about the eternal message we preach. We preach a kingdom message. It's a message that talks about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. It, it, it's not about just living here. And if, if you can learn to see that properly, and if you can learn to put that in the right place, you will avoid... Um, what I believe is uh, something I've seen a lot of people is excessive grief. You know, you, losing a loved one, someone this close to you is just beyond words. I mean, you can't always even explain how you feel. But it is something that I think if you see it right, if you look at it right, uh, 
you'll have a, a, a wonderful a potential to survive it and be a light to other people. Now, once you put this in perspective as a leader and once you communicate this to people, you make a tremendous difference, a tremendous difference. Um, the difference we make in people's lives when they go through this is that you give them a chance to, first of all, enjoy life and then never fall apart when life shifts. Uh, loss of a life, loss of a job, loss of an opportunity, loss of a relationship, whatever it is, they learn how to bounce back. And that's what we do. We teach people how to how to rise above those seasons of life and things change. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter three has always been just a fascinating chapter for me because in this, he gives this long list of seasons and he says, okay, the seasons change. The seasons in your life do not stay the same. And if you are, are mature and balanced, you can rise above those. And then that, that sets you apart. And that's the kind of leader I want to be. So let me ask you a couple of questions. As a leader, how do you manage your loss? How do you communicate loss? Are you a light when you lose things, when you lose someone, when you lose, when you lose a, a, a family member that you love? Can you, can you rise above it and say, I see this the way God sees it? I am an eternal being designed to live and to model a great life for people. If you can do that, if you can say in the middle of that moment, this is a moment for me to shine. This is a moment for me to declare what I believe. And uh, a lot of people, thousands, tens of thousands of people around the world today are going through what I'm going through. I am not alone. 150,000 people died today, will die today. I need to understand 150,000 families. And if that happened in my life, if I'm grieving over someone, if I'm grieving over something that I, that I no longer have, um, I, I have a responsibility to, to remember what I believe. And so I want you today as a leader to think about that. And I want you to realize that when you minister to your congregations or when you minister to those that you are over in some spiritual way, um, whether you be a father or whether you be a businessman, or whether it be staff people, whoever it is that you're talking to, you have a chance to, to impart to them a principle that can help them. Uh, and I know that you don't need to go around saying, okay, you need to be a light and don't be sad. I'm not saying that. I am saying, remember what you believe. And that's what I tell myself. That's what I've told myself. That's what I tell others. In the midst of this very difficult moment, let's remember what we believe. Well, listen, um, I, I've enjoyed these few minutes with you. I hope that you, I've said something that will help you. I pray that you would apply it to your life. It is an appointment that we can't avoid, but it's an appointment we must rise beyond. Hey, here's the deal. I believe I'll see you on the other side. I believe that this life is a gift of God to me, and I want to live it to the fullest and do all I can to be a blessable person. I want to do all I can to receive God's fullness in my life. But I, I want to say that the greatest thing I do is leave a legacy behind to people. And that legacy says, this is what life's about. The greatest thing in my life is serving Christ having a life that matters to the world, that makes a difference in a practical way, and having leaving people who have that same passion, who continue to make a difference. If I do those things, I've lived life, and I've passed something on, 
And the loss of me is not the loss eternally. It's a gain long term. You will gain something if I did my job. You will still minister. You will still be strong. You will still be okay because I did it right. If I did it wrong, you fall apart and everything just goes to pots. I don't want to ever see that happen. And no leader should want that to happen. And so we grieve for those that we've lost. We grieve for the loss of many of the great leaders of our time, but we must never allow their loss to be our end. So my name is Pastor Ricky Temple. Thank you for sitting with me doing this podcast. It's one of those unique ones. We talk about something that's not too much fun, but it is something that I think we all deal with. So go manage your loss. Go shine for Jesus. Be a happy person. And remember, this is not the end. There is life beyond this pain today. There's a future for you. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Sharpen Leadership Podcast with Pastor Ricky Temple. For more great resources by Pastor Rick, visit him on the web at rickytemple.com.